point of playing, it's your only man. Now why would you be going to Tesco for the potatoes? Yeah. Milking a few butter sandwiches there. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was making sure I got it right there. Yeah, okay. Hello everyone and welcome to another installment of Craft Beer and Current Affairs. I'm joined again this week with Colin. Colin, would you like to say hello? Hello guys, hello all. Thanks for having me in all. So I suppose before we get into everything, Colin, um, what, how was your week? Did anything exciting happen? Did you do anything? Nah, not much. Saw Top Gun, and the new Top Gun there in the cinema. It was oh, thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. I've been humming the theme tune ever since. So oh, it's really? like, yeah, yeah. I won't hum it now because uh, you probably don't know it. But no, I don't know. I mean, Is it the same one that was in like the it, old yeah, movie? Yeah, it was, okay. yeah. It's very, you know, 80s retro. And uh, like, was it better than the last movie? I think it was, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah the, I, I Just the first visually one. or... Well, even the storyline, like storyline and the action sequences, because I read a bit about it beforehand. And Tom Cruise is actually actually flew the fighter jets, so he flew the actors, so they're like actually experiencing five and six Gs. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, like yeah. when they're like reactions, they're like that. Yeah, Tom, uh, Tom Cruise is some man for doing his own stunts. Oh, apparently, yeah. anyway, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, he, wa- he wanted to fly the state of the art fighter jet. The navy wouldn't give it to him. Yeah, so, which yeah. is fair enough. Like yeah. I think they cost thirty million. So. Yeah, yeah, you don't want that getting fucked up. Well, no. I'm sure we can afford to pay for it if it broke. Yeah, yeah. So sure. you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. Other than that, then I uh, had a few nice points of Beamish actually on draft. Oh, where did you get Beamish on draft? In Carol's and Galway there, yeah. They were they were lovely. Nice and creamy, creamy Beamies, as they say. <laughs> creamy Beamies, my yeah, man. Nice. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so. And did you notice, was anyone else drinking it? Or supposed oh, yeah. to tell you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people drink Guinness there, but there was a lot of Beamish as well. You can tell you could tell the difference in there because the head on the Beamish was twice as thick. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was nice. pretty good, yeah. Oh, man, i got to get there. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever had Beamish on tap. Oh yeah, that was, yeah. was good. Yeah, cans are nice, but I've never had it on tap. Yeah. yeah. How about yourself, Noel? Getting up to anything interesting? Uh, I actually also went to the cinema this week. I saw Bob's Burgers. Oh yes. yes, okay. Bob's Burgers. It wasn't as good as the TV series, ah, unfortunately. Let down. It was. It was. It was. It was different. I feel like it might have been written by other people. I don't know. Ah right. I don't know enough about it. It just didn't. It was still good, don't get me yeah. wrong, but it just didn't hit all the notes that an ep- just a single episode. Ah, fair enough. Does. And like, is is the season over now? Was it like the film the kind of ending of it all? Or uh, no, it, I don't think it was an ending because like it wasn't like didn't feel like that full circle feeling right. or anything. And no, I don't think the seasons are finished. It's still it's still actively going. I need to catch up. I think I'm only at season ten, but it isn't as good as the TV series. Or maybe I'm wrong. Tell me what you think. So I think it's time to get into it, Colin. Yeah. That's That's why we're here. We're here for some craft beer and some current affairs. So this week we're in Leinster for the Leinster Championships, Colin. Are you excited? Yes, Leinster. Go, go Leinster. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you support Leinster. No, no, no. no, no. (laughs) So, okay. Who do we have taking place in the first round of the Leinster Championship? So first round Leinster Championship It's Carlo versus Dublin Oh excellent Who's representing Carlo? So for Carlo we have O'Hara's Who do you have representing Dublin? Porterhouse So uh, let's just get straight into it yes. Which one are we going with first? We're going with Porterhouse playing first So you're going for the angled pour this time No head Not much no So you need to just do a careful straight pour And you'll get a bit of head Right Colin So what are you getting there from the nose? Paint the picture for the listeners at home I'm not great with smells like, but um, <laughs> yeah, very kind of. A, well, last a, week we couldn't even pick out coconut. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, very kind of a stout smell is all I can like a very traditional okay. stout smell. That's what I can get from it. Nothing too like heavy in terms of like coffee or chocolate. I don't think it's it's a bit of a weaker smell than yeah than other ones. Yeah, there's nothing like 
too strong about mm. the smell or anything like that very smooth taste it's a bit different i suppose it's like carbonated i know the pints are are not they're yes. like nitro so yeah. there's a bit of a difference there yeah just for those who might be familiar with playing on tap play on tap's really nice yeah it's yeah. one of the best that you will get about yourself what are you getting there so it's it's very light compared to some of the other ones we've had this is very very light isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. and i suppose it's a porter so that would kind of yeah porter would make it a little bit lighter yeah yeah it's very drinkable. Oh, yeah. That's 100%, the it's, yeah. It's really drinkable. Yeah. A bit of a chocolatey aftertaste I'm getting anyways. Mm. I don't know about yourself. I'm getting kind of like a roasted taste. Yeah. Do you want to have a read of the bottle there? Yeah, I will, of course, yeah. Pint of plain. It's your only man. Hey. hey. The jewel in our crown was celebrated many years in advance by the prescient Jim Casey, poet of the pick and bard of Booterstown. Don't know what any of that is. When he remarked that when no rashers grease your pan, a pint of plain is your only man. <laughs> we agree and we're not alone. Our plain porter, porter is a slight, is a lighter version of stout. There you go. Is a double gold medal winner. It's subtly aromatic, a silky round mouthful with a touch of bitterness kicking in the finish. And yeah, I am, I do get the bitterness at the ver- at the very end. Do you want to go through the bottle or anything like that? We're looking at a five hundred ml bottle, Colin. Oh, hey. Yeah. I'm, it's a really common beer. Like loads of people have seen this bottle. It's yeah. a standard looking bottle. Yeah. And then they've got a nice kind of label on the center. It's kind of a purplishy blue. Or maybe a navy, would you describe that navy? Yeah, navy, yeah. So yeah. picture the majority of the label being a kind of a navy, a dark navy. You have written in big writing the word plain with a green... Kind of green background. Green background or border over each letter, P-L-A-I-N. And then you've got Porterhouse Brewing Company's logo sitting on top of that. In terms of ingredients, you have the standard water. Then you have barley malt, wheat malt hops and yeast it also says the actual hops that are being used so the hops that are used are galena nugget east kent goldings i may have pronounced some of them wrong in terms of the malts the malts that are used now not everybody puts the type of malts yeah uh, that's that's pretty cool yeah malt ale malt crystal malt kind of sounds like crystal meth yeah (laughs) roast barley black malt and flaked barley there we go nice it just goes to show like in-depth intricacies of how much variety can be put into just one bottle to give it that much taste, if that yeah. makes sense. And like I know nothing about hops and malt, but I'm sure for someone who like would know, that'd be interesting. I yeah, suppose, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I've seen anyone else who's put the uh, the different types of malt. No, that's not that common. No. Hops, it's, you, you see it more commonly, but not yeah. malt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as always, you'll be able to see the pictures of these things on our Instagram. It's just Craft Beer Podcast. You will find all the pictures from today's episode. Right. So while we're enjoying this, I'm actually nearly through mine already, Colin. That's yeah. That's how easy it is it's to drink that now. There, yeah. It is nice. It is lovely. We will go into our stories. So, Colin, would you like to go first? Yeah, I can do. So, one thing that I spotted there recently was obviously McDonald's recently pulled out of Russia because oh, of yes. the war in Ukraine and everything course, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So now Russia are reopening all them all them stores, but like they obviously have to come up with a new chain. So it's called now. This is a trans in the news article. They've translated it from the Russian, so I'm going by the translation. In the article is called "Tasty," and that's it. Okay. So yes, very, very, yeah. So, <laughs> to, to the point name there. Let me put this. So do you think is it a case? There's a building of McDonald's. Mm-hmm. McDonald's go, okay, sorry, bye-bye, we're gone. Okay, they close the shop. Yep. There's that building. So then the Russian council or someone goes, right, guys, we've got this building. We want to put in the exact same thing. Exactly. 
here you go. Let's yeah, do it. They just have to take down, like, I the suppose sign. the arches and the McDonald's sign. Yeah. And they probably just hire the same people back. Yeah, that's the whole point, yeah, to keep them in a job and stuff. So, okay. there you go. Tasty and that's it. So, instead of, uh, what was a happy meal, maybe it's a tasty meal. <laughs> Big Mac. Tasty Mac? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. There no, you go. Big Tasty. Enough. Interesting. Yeah. But how are they keeping the cost the same? Are they just using the same suppliers? I, I think suppose? so. Well, I, I, the only thing I read about the suppliers is they need a soft drink supplier because Coca-Cola obviously pulled out as well. So they must have all the other stuff already there. Maybe the beef came from its Russian beef already. Yeah, same yeah. Same with the potatoes. I don't know. Now that I think about don't, the McDonald's we get here in Ireland isn't the same McDonald's you get in... Yeah, it's in kind Russia. of varies. They, they change yeah. it to suit the country don't yeah, that they're in. Yeah. So yeah, I suppose that makes sense that it would be easier. Yeah, and just some other names that were considered were the same. So obviously <laughs> nothing, <laughs> no, nothing is change here yeah. it's still all good yeah, yeah. and another one was cash register which I can see why that lost that's kind of poor but again these are translations in the article so cash register it's yeah I don't know I feel like that's a bad translation yeah I feel like that too yeah uh, it, all of them could be like there might be Russian speaking people listen to this and say no that's not what any of those mean yeah. so I'm just going by the article yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. where did you get the articles just so that we know it's a real article I got it on RT News as well oh. as Sky News so okay. they actually have a new logo so that is it Oh, yes. Okay. So I'm looking at it. So if you picture a green banner and then you've got a little red circle in the center, kind of in the center of the banner. And then to the right of that, you have two orange lines at maybe like a 45 degree angle. It's a weird one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's meant to represent burger and chips. Oh, of, I okay. don't know. We just spotted. No, yeah, I just I read it. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The orange forty-five degree angle things that I described look like chips, and then the red circle is obviously a burger. The burger. Yeah. yeah. So, there okay. you go. There I you see. go. Sure. If they take off, like sure, McDonald's will never be able to go back in. Yeah, unless probably. it genuinely is cheaper and better quality in some way. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I'd say McDonald's probably won't go back in for a while, anyways, with the whole U.S.-Russian tensions and all that. So. Mm. I'm getting, yeah, I'm a smell now of um, kind of chocolate. A bit of dryness in the mouth now after yeah. drinking it for a while. Yeah. Enjoying it though, like you were saying earlier, you're kind of drinking it away un- unbeknownst to ourselves. Yeah. Right? So how about you, Noel? Any any stories from yourself? Yes, I do indeed. So my first story for this episode is to do with inflation, Colin, right? So like. obviously we're all feeling a bit of inflation these days, of right? Of course, yeah. of course. I got this from the Irish Mirror. So I did an, did an article. Basically, they're saying that inflation has rose by 3 in March and April. Okay, so quite quite large. Yeah. Right. So what they did was they went out to SuperValue and Tesco to compare some prices to give us, um, you know, a nice comparison. So you know we're very helpful here in the craft beer and current affairs podcast. So you know we are bringing you the comparisons that they have brought us. (laughs) So you know you don't even need to read the article. It's third hand. Yeah. yeah, So it's so maybe you're listening to this podcast right now and you're on the way to the shop and you're going. Will I call into Super Value or will I call into Tesco? I don't know. Right, well, let me assist in that decision. Okay, <laughs> right. So, to buy some milk in Super Value and Tesco, Tesco, they compared the own brand milk, you know, to yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So, two litres of milk in Super Value will cost you one eighty nine. Okay. Okay. Two litres of milk in Tesco will cost you... 189 ah, okay. okay so they're they're matched there okay so if you just need the milk today it doesn't matter where you're going right now if you need a bit of bread colin though troubled yeah the, you're gonna have to make a decision right right so super value again they're comparing their own brands right. to get the cheapest so super values bread is 139 okay but if you just tip across to tesco you're getting some bread at 75 cent oh 
Bit it's of a difference n- nearly, there. Nearly, nearly half. Sure, it's imagine if you had five or six kids and you had to make lunches and everything, sure. There you go. You'd go have to Tesco. Nearly two, two loaves for the price of one there. Yeah, now. true, actually, yeah. Now, if you want some brown bread, you know, because you're healthy. Yes. Um, Super value is at 89 cent, whereas Tesco is at 59 cent. So, okay. again, if you want the bread, head over to Tesco. Weird that they're closer. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Butter. If you need to get some butter... You'll find that Super Value and Tesco are both a 99 cent, hmm. right? That's for their own brand standard, right? Now, for a kind of more high-end 227, you know, full butter, you're looking at 169 in Super Value, but 179 in Tesco. So oh. Tesco are more expensive on that one. On the old butter. Yeah. So you've got your milk, you've got your bread, you've got your butter, you know? Milk and a few butter sandwiches there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Times are hard, <laughs> exactly, Colin. Exactly, yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, if you want some free-range eggs, three forty-nine in Super Value and three thirty-five in Tesco. Right. So there's a little bit of a difference there, yeah, okay? Yeah. Now, sausages, if you want the owl fry or if you want to make a sausage sandwich, you've got the bread and you've got the butter. Now you need to figure out what to do with the sausages. So they're both tied at 99 cent hmm. for sausages and that's a pack of eight right pack again okay. own brand right now rashers i don't i don't i'm not too particular about rashers I, you know they, i could take them or leave them but yeah rashers super value two euro rashers in tesco 175 hmm. interesting okay now here's going to be a big one right what is it a tea is it no what? no it's going to be it's think of paddies even more irish than like paddies Hmm, what do the paddies love? Spuds. Yeah. The old spuds. <laughs> so if you're a person who loves the spuds, right? Or, or potatoes for our non-Irish listeners. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I bet you they got it before you Probably. did when I said, what do what are Irish More than love? Likely. Yeah. 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 Um, so for two kgs of potatoes, two euro in super value, and two forty nine in Tesco. Jesus. Sure, why would you be going to Tesco for the potatoes? Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Jesus. <laughs> um, now... Do you like breasts or legs? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> that's. I feel like that's a loaded question. <laughs> so for some chicken breasts, okay, five ninety nine in Super Value, but five thirty two in Tesco, okay. And then finally, you know, you've made your dinner, you've made your lunch, you've made whatever it is you made with all those things I just said. You need to get rid of the waste. So go. bin liners. Uh huh. So for 30 50 litres, so a pack of 30 for 50 litres, 115 in super value, and 250 in Tesco. Jesus. Sure, you could nearly, you, you could That's buy du- two packets. Double. Jesus. Yeah. It'd want to be fairly heavy duty stuff to be charged yeah. that much extra. Jesus, that's a massive difference. So there you go. That's uh, that's your um, that's my story for this week. Nice. Very, very helpful for our listeners. Yes. I hope. And just as a side question, because you were mentioning it there with the sausage yeah. sandwich, but <laughs> with with or without butter. Oh well, I don't eat butter, so uh, oh. so <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, you're out, you're out on that. I'm that out now. What topic. about you? Oh yeah, it has to be with butter. Oh, I'm really? a vegetarian, but when I wasn't, it's like yeah, it has to be butter. You, yeah. you can um, sure lots of uh, oh well, yeah, with the veggie sausages as well. Yeah, and um, flora, that's that's plant based. Oh well, yeah, yeah, there you yeah. Go. So yeah. you can still have the butter. Oh yeah. well, I'd still I have normal butter as well. I'm not vegan or anything, but <laughs> I'm not vegan. No, God couldn't damn it. couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I th- I don't think we mentioned it, so it's it's four point two percent. Oh yes, so four point two percent. And then your and then as you're picking up there as you're going along. Yeah, it just the smell is getting stronger. It's getting maltier. It's getting it's getting more chocolatey. 
and a little bit of coffee-ish. Like, I want another one straight away. Like, mm. I'm, I'm finished mine now, basically, already. Yeah. And I want another one. Yeah, it's going down well. My mouth is getting a bit drier now. Is it forgettable? Yeah, like, it is, like, very light, so... You could have five of them, and then yeah, like forget it. It's, it wouldn't stand out, I suppose. It's not not big and bold like some other porters or stouts might be. Yes. Okay. Um, double gold medal winning stout, though. Yeah. Why does it say double gold? Well, look, I think porters and stouts are always maybe they're always categorized together. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. But say so. Just to clarify what I'm getting confused about there, right? So on the bottle it says double gold medal winning stout. Plain Porter is the name of it, so it's a porter. Yeah, it's probably, it just falls into the bracket of all yeah. stouts, but I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. Just now, unless you're talking about their the plane on tap. Is that a stout? Maybe because it's... No, the plane is porter as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah it okay. is, yeah. Fair it's enough. just nitro as opposed to this is carbonated. Yeah, yeah. Do you see it um, holding up against the other ones since it's kind of so light? And Yeah, I'd be interested to see... Because, yeah, like, the land full-on might be a bit... It's a bit stronger, Might so. be a bit full-on, will it? Yeah. Oh, 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 <laughs> the puns are out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it might kind of overpower it. Or, yeah, 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 so yeah. we'll see. But again, this will get high ratings on the old drinkability. Indeed, as well, yeah, yeah. And we've had a few of them already that have high drinkability, but fared, still fared quite well. Yes, so. yeah, yeah. I could see myself on, like, a nice sunny day wanting one of them. Yeah, it does yeah. feel like that. That's the kind of vibe for it. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not the kind of dark winter, it'll warm you up kind of one. It's kind of like a cool summer, it'll yes. refresh you. If we were to really get connoisseur or maybe like Cicerone, right? How would you describe the body on that, Colin? I actually, it's it's very similar to like, it's kind of like a beer vibe as opposed to like a porter or stout. Yeah, it doesn't seem to have as much of like a full body. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I was like blindfolded and I tasted that. Because it doesn't have that big full body of like an other porters or stouts, what I even know. So yeah, that's a good point about yeah. it being a beer. Yeah, yeah. On draft, it is like nitro, so you probably you oh, would yeah. you would know. Okay, okay, this is a porter yeah. or a stout, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, but. we have lots of international listeners on this. So if anybody is coming to Ireland and they're looking for a genuine, really good pint of on tap porter or stout. Yeah, fair enough. You can do the, the, the Guinness thing. It's very good. Yeah. But... Depending on where you go. Yeah. Go to Porterhouse's bar. They have a bar in Dublin. You can get this Porterhouse playing on tap. And it is amazing. Oh, yeah. It's like one of my favorite stouts on tap. Like ah, it's, oh, I, yes. I, I think Porterhouse have a number of bars in Dublin, but yeah. Do you have directions to it off the top of your head? <laughs> it's it's beside Trinity College. There you go. Go visit Trinity College. Have a look at the Book of Kells and then go and in then, for an old pint of plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not do it the other way around because you'll never get back yeah, into there. Yeah. Then, like, you, once you go into there, you won't want to leave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, time to move on to the next one, Colin. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Number two. So up next is... O'Hara's Landfall On. Are you excited for this one, Colin? Yes, I have do. You, have you had it before? I have, of course, yeah, oh. yeah. Quite nice. How about yourself? Yeah, I've had it before. Yeah, it's quite nice as well. But again, that's why we're doing this whole thing. They're all nice individually. How do, how do they measure up? Yeah, how do they measure up when you put one against the other? Okay, so let's get it cracked. Okay, so... In terms of pouring, you can definitely pour this one straight. Yeah. There's a nice ratio of head to body right there. Yeah, indeed. And head is much darker than the porterhouse. Yes, it definitely is much darker. It's on the brown side. Do you like to see a dark head? Yeah, I think it signifies a richer taste in the stout, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think I would agree with that. To uh, compare them, so 
this is 6%. Okay. okay? Right so, on the line. Right on the line, yeah. So that would probably also signify that why it's got a darker head yeah, possibly as well. Like. So what are we looking at, Colin? We're looking at another 500ml bottle, yes? So to describe the bottle, this is a little bit skinnier than the last one, a little bit taller than the last bottle. Yeah. Other than that, the shape is very similar. The label then is wrapped around the center like you would imagine. It's got a creamy off-white kind of background. And then on the background, you have kind of like one side is just plain white. And the other side is kind of like loads of Celtic symbols. Almost yeah. like something you'd expect to see in the, the Book of Kells. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then in front of that, then again, you've got the O'Hara's name and their logo on top. And then you've got the words Land Full On written in black. And then on the back, Colin, is there anything exciting there that you want to draw attention to? Yeah, so it just goes through the whole flavour profile or what have you. Yeah, so flavours of dark chocolate with a hint of vanilla combined with a mild mocha aroma. Classic hot bitterness gives a refreshing bite as the chocolate subsides. End-to-end taste of it there. So there doesn't seem to be any mention of any hops or malts. Yeah, it would be nice to see because we're literally doing a comparison. So it would be quite cool to see, you know, what hops are used and and what what malts are used. And what are the common ones, I suppose. If if it's on everything, then you kind of know, oh yeah, yeah, that seems to be common. You could nearly pick out which ones you like the most. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So what notes are you picking up there, Noel? I think it actually has a little bit more of a sour kind of a smell, but I guess that's bitterness is probably what I'm mixing that up with. I think it's, yeah. You can definitely get a richer, chocolier version of what we just smelled. Yeah, exactly. The kind of dark roast, I think you're... Yeah, I'm getting the vanilla as well. So it's a lot more richer than what we just had. Yeah, exactly. But to the look and to the nose, but how does it compare? Does it taste then? Yes, how does it taste? Okay, let's go for it. Oh yeah, that's much more like chocolate, vanilla, coffee all mixed together. Yeah, it's like treacle in the mouth, so it's like that chocolatey goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. It wouldn't be as carbonated as the last one either. No, no, No. it's not as gassy, yeah. If you were blindfolded, you would definitely know that that was a stout. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely much heavier. Yeah, it wouldn't be as drinkable. Yeah, I'm not going back for another sip over and over again like I was with the last one. Yeah. Porterhouse definitely has the upper hand on that one yeah so I think this is the more winter this will, this will be the one that will warm you up a bit yeah kind of yeah compared absolutely to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay Colin while we are sitting back relaxing enjoying that what other story do you have for us this week so one other one it's uh, I suppose the nature lovers out there um, ooh nature yeah naturist like yeah. Well, maybe it'll interest them as well. I don't know. <laughs> um, Would you be uh, inclined to be a bit of a naturist, Colin? No. Okay. No. Not particularly. You, know. <laughs> you don't like nature. I like nature. Yeah, I don't like being part of nature. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But sure, you are part of nature. Yeah, I wouldn't be a naturist though. <laughs> Why? What's a naturist? They're the new people, right? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I was making sure I got it right there. Yeah, okay, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But yeah, anyways, I spotted this during the week. So apparently a tortoise, a species of tortoise that were thought extinct, they just actually found one. Oh, yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, so on the Galapagos Island, so it's... Oh. I think there's like a lot of different types of giant yeah. tort- tortoises there and that's on the Galapagos Islands came up with the theory of evolution because there's so many different tortoises depending on each type of island and they're all slightly different so these that, are that plus the finches yes yeah yeah exactly um, but so these are found I'm just reading it here on the Fernandina Island and the last one that was found it was the remains of one was found in 1906 okay so they were thought to have been extinct when that one was found but one just turned up there recently. 
That's amazing. I know, yeah. I think there's still like parts of those islands that are, haven't been explored fully yet. That's crazy. How is that not how? Like, I, I don't know. How has that not been extensively um, surveyed? But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so they found this. It's a female, 50 years old. They found it in an area that was previously blocked off by lava flow. So ah, okay. That makes might, sense. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Stop now. So as of now, she's the only one of her kind. And I think they're, they, they think there might be more, but they have to do further exploration that's that's amazing yeah. i know it's crazy isn't it um do you know much about the the variation in the turtle because i know there was one there a while ago it was only it was the last of its species i have it written down here lonesome george yes him. yeah yeah yeah, yeah is yeah. she the same species as him no he was ah. a, he was on a different galapagos island so yeah. the species is slightly different and yeah. this is the thing i think what darwin noticed first getting nerdy for a bit but uh, <laughs> i think some of them were adapted to eat higher plants because on some islands the plants were higher up and others and that's how the, the shell if i'm not mistaken was had like so where you would picture the neck yeah a piece of that shell was not i'm not gonna say removed but it was inclined yeah so they, so could, they could yeah stretch yeah. their neck up more yes exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so yeah i think that lonesome george right he died in Oh, in 2012, he uh, was yeah. the Pinto Island. Yeah. So I remember seeing documentary about poor old Lonesome George. Yeah. So, yeah, he was on his own. He was the only one of his species for decades, which is like. Can you imagine how weird. frustrating as a man that would be? Yeah, the only poor, one. Poor guy. Yeah, so Jesus. weird. He definitely obviously has, how would you describe it? Natural urges. Yes, yes. That he's a, he's able to shoot, but he has no targets. Yes, <laughs> yeah. You put that better than I did. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so that that was basically it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. That, that I like that story. That is yeah. uh, that is a very good story for a, this week. A bit of positivity from nature. Like yeah. Normally you're hearing of falling numbers, whereas this one you thought it was extinct, but not. So. Yeah. That, that's a brilliant story. Okay, so. My story this week uh, brings us to Japan, Colin. Oh, okay. Nice. Have you ever been to Japan? No, no. I, w- I want to go there. Yeah, same. I, I really want to go there. It, it's as close as you'll get to go into the future, I think. Yeah, th- that's probably true. That, that's in, the way in, in I like the, the bigger cities, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Japan, it looks like they're close to cracking the problems with tidal energy. Okay, oh, nice. so the biggest problems with tidal energy is how strong the tides are. They just destroy everything, right? Okay, there's no doubt that they've got immense power. It's just a matter of creating the technology that that can that can take the power and also stand up to the waves damage, right? Yeah, exactly. So this story is coming from sciencealert.com, and what they're saying is Japanese engineers have constructed a true leviathan, a beast capable of withstanding the strongest of ocean currents to transform its flow into a virtually limitless supply of electricity. Boom. Yeah. Do you like the sound of that? Virtually limitless supply of electricity. Oh, yeah. As long as the earth moves, there'll be waves and tides. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So it's from the, I'm not going to attempt to uh, pronounce the company, yeah. but it's IHI Corporation. So that's the abbreviation, Okay. They've been tinkering with this technology for over a decade, okay? So they've had 10 years of adjusting it, and it's now had three and a half years of tests in the field. So they've had a smaller version of what they want to do in the field. Mm-hmm. And by small, like, it ain't small. It's okay? probably, yeah. It's yeah. gigantic, okay? So to give you an idea of the sizes of this smaller prototype, okay? So it's a 330-ton prototype called, I'm pronouncing this very bad, I'm sure, Kairu. Its structure consists of a 20-meter or 66-foot-long fuselage flanked by a pair of similar-sized cylinders, 
each housing a power generation system attached to an 11 meter long turbine blade. Jesus. That's quite big. Yes, okay. Jesus, yeah. So that is then tethered to the floor by a big massive anchor line and power cables. It can then orient itself to get the most, efi- most efficient position in the sea at the time, right? Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, the reason Japan have put so much effort into, effort into this is because they're heavily reliant reliant on importing fossil fuels, right? Right, okay. And since Fukushima, they kind of are going against the nuclear power, okay? Fair, Fair enough, enough, yeah. Uh, so one thing that it does have is a lot of islands. It's like nearly 7,000 islands. Crazy. I, didn't, I, knew, I knew it had like a lot of islands. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know it's that many. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense for them to go down the, the, this, this route. They've got a lot of coastline, right? Yeah, exactly. So if this g- works out, it could feasibly generate around... 205 gigawatts of electricity Whoa. right that's a big number that's a huge number you yeah. probably know that because you're more involved in tech than i would well, be i know giga like normally when you hear of watts it's kilowatts yeah gigawatt is like yeah. to the thousand of that yeah. so yeah give that a, a kind of more of a, a real life term that amount would claim to be the same ballpark as the country's current power generation the whole country what they're currently making themselves now, not what they're importing oh, okay. and all that kind okay, of stuff. I but it's sibling, so the new one, the one that right. isn't the prototype, yeah. okay, will be 20 meters long, okay? So nearly well, double that. Okay. Now, and then it kind of signs off with this, right? If they can overcome the few problems that they have, it will be able to use the ocean's power to potentially provide anywhere from 40 to 70% of Japan's energy needs. Oh, and they're like, I assume they use a lot of energy because... Oh, yeah, you yeah. imagine with Tokyo oh, and yeah, all the exactly. lights and electricity. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's quite big, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that could run several Ireland's, I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. So that is some pretty impressive news from Japan. That That's my story for um, for this week. Nice. So we're all positive on the on the, the on nature the, and eco yeah, front. Actually, yeah, actually, yeah, 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 I didn't yeah. even think of that. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. There you go. So how's, how's the land full on going? And, and any other oh, notes? Oh, it's good. Yeah, it is. It is, good. It is oh, a bit yeah. nice. It's got such a richness to it. Mm. Yeah. And it's not as gassy or dry as the porterhouse. Yes, yeah, I would agree with that. Absolutely. I'm drinking it a little bit slower. Oh, but, yeah, um, definitely. Um, that's beautiful. Tell you, yeah, very, very much <laughs> That is that. some good stuff. Yeah, yeah very yeah, much yeah. in So is there any story on the back of this column? No, I don't think there is. I think it was just the tasting notes I read earlier. Oh, okay, okay. So Which, no story. Yeah. All right, okay. We do like a good story here, but, you know. Can't have it all. No, definitely not, no. So you mentioned earlier that, you know, you can get a pint of plane. Have you been down to the bar that O'Hara's have down in Kilkenny? Yes, I have actually. And um, yeah, the pints there are good as well. Pretty sure I did have a pint of landfall on and it was good. It's just, I, I remember when I was there, I did one of those tasting trays. So like it was uh, several yes. things were good. <laughs> <laughs> there was so many. There I wanted so many. I wanted it all. <laughs> it's another good bar. It's interesting that it's in Kilkenny. I do yeah. find that kind of weird. It, it, this is brewed in Carlo, yeah. but their bar is in Kilkenny. Look, fair enough, Kilkenny's a... Bigger a market, more, maybe? Bigger market, yeah. more vibrant. So maybe that's what it is, I guess. So there, geez, you go two recommendations for any of the travellers coming to Ireland. Yeah. Go to Dublin and go to Kilkenny. There you go, yeah. We've got two genuinely really good bars, and they have amazing stuff on tap yes they do yeah. both have good food as well so good beer food in both yes if I'm not mistaken they've got some pretty sexy pizzas in the Kilkenny yes, place yes they do yeah, yeah, yeah that's what yeah, I had yeah. Yeah. Guinness Storehouse and then followed by Porterhouse followed by a trip down to, to we should we should just do um, tours you know yeah exactly we should, we should move into a tour uh, industry yeah <laughs> it actually is like I'm drinking chocolate 
It is, yeah. It has it has that lovely treacle kind of slides down your mouth. Kind of, <laughs> you, know, you can you can feel a coat in your your mouth. <laughs> no bad aftertaste or anything on it either. That's right, actually, yeah. Because for normally for some of the stronger ones, you'll get a real hit. Yeah, in, in your and mouth even there. in Porterhouse, no, there, was there was no, no aftertaste whatsoever. No, no. Jeez, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because there was none. Yeah, normally you might mention, oh yeah, there's a little bit of a one, but. There is zero in both of them. Yeah, like there might be a slight one in the land full on, but it's actually a nice kind of a yeah, chocolateiness yeah, yeah. as opposed and to. And the 6% is hidden quite well. You can't, yeah. It doesn't taste very alcohol-y. No, 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 I don't think so. Yeah. Okay, so um, it's time to cut the crap, column. We've got to pick a winner. Pick That's a winner. why we're here. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, it's a tough decision. These are two really good beers. Yeah, enjoy both of them there, yeah. Yeah. Two very different, well, two different ones. Yes. I suppose, do we, do I ask you first or will we just shout them out at the same time or... I don't mind. Yeah, okay. On three, okay. One, two, three. O'Hara's. <laughs> nice. Yeah, 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 okay, right. <laughs> okay, sorry, Porterhouse. It's, Porterhouse is fucking really good beer. Yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. Sorry, Porterhouse. But uh, yeah, O'Hara's, like, it just had that little, it, it had it had everything. It did, yeah, It yeah, ticked all the boxes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Again, they're all good. They're all good, but when you put one against the other, you know, it's a different ball game altogether. Yeah, exactly. Like, if, if I was out for a night out... And I had a stout that I want to have six or seven of. I think Porterhouse playing would probably be my first point of call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're on the sesh, Porterhouse is, is the man for you. So I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, I suppose we shall um, we'll reveal our, our ratings just yeah. so there's a bit of transparency as exactly. well. Okay, so yeah. Colin, for you, in terms of drinkability, mm-hmm. what did Porterhouse get? So it got a nine from me on drinkability. Nine? Okay. Yeah, and it? what did Landfallon get? Landfallon got a seven. Okay. Just it's that much strong, that bit stronger, you know. Yeah. yeah you yeah. wouldn't be able to drink as many of them. Absolutely. No. Then, in terms of stouts and porters, out of all the stouts and porters you've ever had, so for porterhouse seven. Yeah. Because I, I think your point earlier was good. It can, it probably could be a bit forgettable. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then O'Hara's was a nine. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, Damn. Yeah. Enjoyed <laughs> but, that. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely did. Yes. All right. And then overall, so of everything you've ever drank, what did Porterhouse get? So again, seven. Just okay. could be a bit forgettable. And then O'Hara's an eight. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. rank above. Yeah, it tipped it all the way through there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about yourself then, Noel? On drinkability wise. So drinkability, Porterhouse got an eight. Landfallon got a seven goes in line with what we what we'd expect you yeah, know exactly um, and then, i think most people gotta agree with that like yeah you know, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. porthouse is definitely more drinkable yeah. you'd have more of them and then in terms of stouts overall so overall porterhouse got a six and then land full on got an 8.5 <sighs> so yeah Ooh, not, not far off what you did yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then overall out of everything you've had porterhouse got a six mm-hmm. and land full on Got a 7.5. Nice. Okay, yeah. So we're fairly in line there in yeah. terms of like similar scales in terms of yeah, the pointing. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, so um, maybe you guys can tell us what you think. What, what would be your ratings? You know, do your taste buds align with me or Colin? Or do you have your own opinions? Let yeah. us know. Don't be afraid to uh, slide into the DMs or just give us, you know, abuse on, on there Instagram. There you go. Say, that's, fine. Yeah. Say that's like a load of bullshit. Yeah. Dublin should be going through, not Carlo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you, you are you um, for Dublin or Carlo? Who are you representing? Yeah. You know? yeah. That's it for this week, I think, Colin, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. I think that's everything covered. Right. Thanks to everyone who has listened, who has downloaded our last episode. We will be continuing on the road to finding the best porter or stout within ireland stay tuned this is going to be an amazing journey yes of 
Beer satisfaction. <laughs> How would you ma- amalgamate those words? Beerisfaction? Beerisfaction, my man. <laughs> the journey of beerisfaction with uh, craft beer and current affairs. You should patent that. Yeah, copyright. Copyright, yeah. <laughs> copyright pending. So. Yeah, yeah, that's some good shit. Okay. <laughs> so that's it for this week. Thank you again to everyone who has downloaded and been subscribing and interacting with us. You will get all the content from this week's episode on our Instagram. We're also on LinkedIn if that's what you're into as well. You can find us. Just type into Instagram Craft Beer Podcast and we come up. Very straightforward. If you have a preference on who you'd like to represent your county, let us know. Yeah. We would be happy to entertain all suggestions. Providing they're accessible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's it for this week. Adios. Ciao. <laughs> There you go. <laughs>